welcome to the Akeen Mind Podcast. I'm Jude, a licensed therapist and meditation teacher. Most people struggle with stress and feel overwhelmed when they can't keep up with life's demands. While we have always lived in a world with uncertainty, we haven't experienced this level of uncertainty about our health and well-being in over a hundred years. It's normal to be experiencing stress and anxiety right now, and mindfulness can help. In today's episode, I'm going to cover three tips that are going to help you reduce stress. Following that, there'll be a guided meditation. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have an online four-week intro to mindfulness course that will guide you through simple and practical strategies to help you reduce stress and maintain your sanity during this pandemic. You'll learn and practice mindfulness as a way to support each other in becoming healthier and stronger. These practices won't be overly complicated or involve a lot of time. You'll learn simple mindfulness meditation practices and practical ways to reduce your stress. Over 40 years of research has found that mindfulness and meditation can improve physical and psychological health. Our meetings will begin on Thursday, August 6th, starting at 6.30 and going to 7.45, and our final meeting will be on August the 27th. You'll find a link in the show notes so that you can register for this class. This class is going to be offered on a sliding scale in efforts to make this course available to everyone. Now let's transition into the three tips that you can use to manage your stress more effectively. The first tip I have is to move your body as much as you're able to, but to see if you can find some sense of joy in the movement. Some people really enjoy walking, others enjoy running, maybe cycling, swimming, yoga, weights, dancing, any kind of movement, exercise that speaks to you. Now, one simple way to explore movement is through a shaking meditation. And you can do this meditation standing if you're able, but if you're unable to stand, you can also do it sitting. Many people feel a little self-conscious or awkward to shake their bodies, but there's good reason for doing so. So if you're going to try this out, of course, you want to make sure that you don't do anything that will actually harm your body. So just be mindful of your physical limitations and place your feet about shoulder width apart. Begin to bend your knees and begin to shake from the feet up. You may bounce up and down or shake in any way that feels right for your body. Shaking like this can help us release grief and trauma. If you watch any other mammal, you're going to watch them shake. And some of the top trauma experts talk about how we store trauma in our body and unpleasant feelings in our body. And this method may help you break through. So if you're feeling like that you're holding back, you can do a 5 to 20 minute shaking meditation. So you may consider just trying it out for five minutes at first and then pausing, taking some mindful breaths, and then maybe turning on some music that you can move to. We've been shaking and dancing for thousands of years, and it can really help us deal with the trauma and stress that is going on right now. And the second way we can effectively reduce stress is to focus on what we're able to control. I know this is a cliche, and it's obvious, but it's immensely important that we make sure that we remind ourselves to slow down, 
and to notice if we really can control the situation. It's a good question, right? What are we able to control? And sometimes in a moment of feeling overwhelmed, we start to believe a story of our thoughts. They just speed ahead into all these worst-case scenarios that haven't even happened yet. So we might want to focus on, what can I do right now? And we can control that. What am I doing right now? Am I able to problem-solve this right now and to look at potential solutions? Is this situation not something that I can even begin to solve right now? Is it out of my grasp? What can I do that may help me feel better? I can control what I do with my arms and my legs, where I'm at, where I go. I can control what I say. And lastly, I can control what I pay attention to. And the last one may seem a bit challenging. That sometimes our attention is swept away by social media, the news, and we get lost in our own thoughts, feeling as though we're just reacting to everything. Mindfulness and meditation can be a way to undo that habit of losing our focus and attention. Now, it's natural for us to lose focus, but then we can regain our attention and choose where to place our attention. And sometimes we get stuck in unhealthy habits. And if it goes on for long enough, we might lose hope in our ability to make the changes that we really want to make. When you make the decision to start a new habit, you might slide back into old habits. But each time you begin again and start fresh and make an effort towards that goal, you are helping to rewire your brain to become more resilient. If you focus on your effort and what you did accomplish, then you're more likely to continue to go back because you know that your effort matters. And if you set your goals so high that you end up feeling like a failure each and every time, then maybe you need to readjust your expectations. Maybe you need to lessen your goal so that you can hit the mark and build some confidence in your ability to make changes. But a lot of us are stuck in a habit of shaming ourselves. Unfortunately, it won't allow us to really achieve our goal. It might, it might give us some, some motivation, but it's not transformative. It will get in the way of you making lasting changes in the end. It is helpful to be accountable, to let other people know what your goals are, especially if they're going to support you in a non-shaming way. And you can get creative with your goals and ways to find support from other people. I think the step bet challenge is a great way to look at what you are able to control. Because if you can walk and you want to get more steps, you could enter one of these challenges and put in, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks. I haven't really done one myself, but I know other people that have and have really enjoyed them. And then what happens is, if you meet your goals, you keep your money. If you don't meet your goals, then you lose your money. And maybe you even earn a little bit. I don't think very much. But knowing that you might lose something is often a motivator. We're often not very motivated by achieving the goal because it seems so far away. But if we think something will be taken away from us, we might be more motivated. And what can help with our motivation 
is the last tip, which is to develop a positive mindset. Now, no matter what your mindset is today, even if you're very pessimistic, this can change with practice. In order to cultivate a positive mindset, it's helpful to lower your expectations, to let go of expectations of perfection because it's just an illusion and it sets us up to feel bad about ourselves. If you want to have a positive mindset, we have to connect to our larger sense of purpose, our intentions for life. We need to think about what kind of legacy we want to leave. How do we want people to remember us? Developing a positive mindset is also about choosing behaviors that help you lift your mood. Watching funny shows or videos, having a conversation with a friend, or giving someone a gift or a thoughtful note. All of these things can be helpful in managing our stress and the difficulty that we face now. So just remember to try out the shaking meditation, focus on what you can control, and work on developing a positive mindset. Remember, just opening up to the possibility that things can change for the better can begin to change your behavior. Because when you start to believe something differently, your actions, your thoughts begin to change. I love what Gandhi says, your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. And your values become your destiny. And we can change what we believe, what we say, what we do, the habits and patterns that we develop so that we can find the life that we value. I hope that you found this talk helpful. We're going to transition now to a guided meditation. You're invited to find a comfortable position. Notice where your body's making contact with the surface beneath you. Allow your body to be soft and at ease without forcing. Soften the face, shoulders, hands. And take several deep breaths as a way of collecting the attention, breathing in deeply through the nose and slowly out through the mouth. As you breathe out, see if you can soften the belly, releasing, letting go, letting be. Nice deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. As you breathe in, just whisper the words soft to yourself in your mind. And as you breathe out, whisper the word belly.
Letting go of any unnecessary tightness or tension the belly is holding as you breathe out. And as you breathe in, seeing if you can breathe into a relaxed belly. If tightness or tension remains, there's no need to push it away or try to force yourself to relax. Make space and room for your experience to be just as it is. Breathing in soft. Breathing out belly. Letting be. Letting be. Allowing thoughts to come and go. Noticing sensations. Being aware of any emotion that may be present. Seeing if you can be curious. As you come back to this familiar rhythm and flow of the breath, breathing in and breathing out. Breathing in soft, breathing out belly, letting be. You can continue to breathe in this manner if it feels You can continue to breathe in this manner if it feels nourishing to you or if it makes sense you may just breathe through the nose just feeling the soft touch of the breath flow in and out There's no right or wrong simply notice what feels nourishing for you following the breath in, following the breath out. I want to invite you now to shift your attention to someone in your life, perhaps a friend, colleague, family member, anyone who's just naturally coming to mind, and picture them in your mind's eye, and say to yourself, just like me, this person wants to be happy, peaceful, and safe. Just like me, this person wants to feel loved and accepted. Just like me, this person longs for connection and friendship. Just like me, this person wants to be free from pain and suffering. Just 
Just like me, this person has a body that at times feels pain, stress, and illness. Just like me, this person in their life felt lost, sad, hurt, angry, and disappointed, just like me. Just like me, this person has at times felt unworthy, inadequate, or scared. And just like me, this person needs understanding, love, and acceptance. Just like me, this person wants to be kind and caring. Just like me, this person wants to be happy, peaceful, and safe. Now you're invited to broaden your awareness to include people that may not look like you, that may have different opinions, that you may perceive being much different than you. And if you're able, bring some of these folks to mind. If not, if this seems too challenging, just stick with the folks that you can keep in awareness. As you just say, just like me, these people want to be happy, peaceful, and safe. Just like me, these people want to feel loved and accepted. Just like me, these people long for connection and friendship. Just like me, these people want to be free from pain and suffering. Just like me, these people have bodies that at times feel pain, stress, and illness. Just like me, these people have felt loss, sadness, anger, and disappointment. Just like me, these people have at times felt unworthy, inadequate, or scared. Just like me, these people need understanding, love, and acceptance. Just like me, these people want to be happy, peaceful, and safe. And you're invited now to broaden your field of awareness, to include all people, wishing them well, wishing them to have the resources and support to cope with difficulties and challenges, wishing them to be free of pain and suffering, even though there's pain and suffering. 
May you all be peaceful and happy. May you all find purpose, strength, and peace. Now you're invited to expand your circle of compassion to include yourself and all the beings that you're able to include, saying, may we be happy, peaceful, and safe. May we all find joy, ease, and understanding. May we all care for ourselves and others with joy and ease. May we love and accept ourselves just as we are. May we awaken to our greatest potential for living and loving each other. May we all be happy. May we all be peaceful. May we all be safe. May we all be loved. May we all be free. Gently, kindly, bringing awareness back just to the soft touch of your breath. Just watching your breath flow in and out. Allow the awareness to scan through the body one more time, noticing what you can, softening the body, the face, shoulders, hands, belly, letting the body be, giving yourself permission to let go of trying to achieve anything, to get anywhere. To just be and breathe. We'll take a few more breaths from this space right here. I'll share a quote by Viktor Frankl who says, Man does not simply exist, but always decides what his existence will be, what he will become the next moment. By the same token, every human being has the freedom to change at any instant. You're invited now to give yourself the gift of coming out of the meditation softly and gently. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen, to support this podcast with either a rating or asking a question, reaching out to me. And just a reminder that there is a class that's going to begin on August the 6th. You can learn more by just checking out the show notes. There will be a link there. 
where you can come and participate in a four-week class. We're just going to meet for an hour and 15 minutes each time. You'll learn simple skills that will support you in developing a practice so that you can find a greater sense of joy and ease in your life. I'm wishing you all well, and thank you for listening. Until next time.